following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get all of the promo hookups and you can get in on the action on the Sweet 16 this weekend, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a Monday journey on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations all across Michigan. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. also want to give a shout-out to Peter Garber and the crew, Petoskey, Charlevoix to the bridge, Cadillac to Traverse City, 93.7 FM, Cadillac to Traverse City, and also 104.7 FM and AM 1340, the ticket, Charlevoix, Petoskey. To the bridge, thank you for your longtime support. I look forward to getting up north with Peter Garber and that great crew later in the year. Inside this hour, we'll talk about Michigan State basketball. Tom Izzo has done it again. His name is Tommy Mach Izzo. Hey, what's your name? Tommy Mach Izzo. Oh, a lot of you don't like that calendar thing. January, February, Izzo. You hate it. And I love the Michigan fans trying to downplay Michigan State in the Sweet 16. That it means nothing. Yeah, this is the same Michigan fan that's going to sit there and watch that NIT game against Vanderbilt where the Wolverines led on Saturday by eight with a minute, a little over a minute and a half to go, and they lost the game. They lost. And that was without Jed Howard. You're Hunter Dickinson. How do you not lead the team? You're Juwan Howard. How do you not do something to stop that? Yeah, it's only the NIT. That's what some Michigan fans are saying. It's only the NIT. It doesn't matter. No, there are issues with Juwan Howard. There are issues with players being motivated. And anybody who thinks Hunter Dickinson or Kobe Bufkin, and Kobe didn't play on Saturday, or Jed Howard are ready for the NBA, you're crazy. You're flat out nuts. Oh, they got potential. You know what? Life isn't about potential. It's about what you do, how you do it, when you do it, and did you get it done. That needs to be on five or six T-shirts you have to like take off and put back on like five times in a row. You want to see coaching? Yeah, and I'll compare Izzo to Howard. Look at Izzo and his staff getting prepared for USC, then the one-day turnaround where Izzo is so well-known for that, And what do they do? Drop one of the best games ever for you, the Michigan State fans, and the program. And they beat up on a team that was as good and as hot as anybody coming into the NCAA tournament this side of Alabama. 
Yeah. Michigan State in the Sweet 16 Thursday night, 6.30. Now a two-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board against K-State from the Big 12. And they'll get the winner of Florida Atlantic, Tennessee. And the matchups in NYC are favorable for the Spartans to get to Houston in the Final Four. You heard me. Houston, we don't have a problem that the matchups are favorable. I'm not saying they will get it done. That's one hell of a coaching job by Izzo. And my comparison is Juwan Howard putting his son first this year before Dickinson and Bufkin and chemistry because when you can't figure out why a team isn't good, it's the job of coaches who are making $5 million bucks a year to figure that out with their assistants. And if you can't figure it out, then the players aren't playing for the coach and they don't respect them. So something's wrong with Michigan basketball. And he'll get the offseason and next year to figure it out. Unless he would leave and go take an NBA job. And the Jet Howard, Dickinson, Bufkin ready for the NBA. Bufkin's the closest from the three, but he still has work to do with his body and with his game. And you know what? I judge what players do in big games against quality teams. That's, that's my measuring point on a player's potential. Oh, because he looked good in summer travel ball in AAU. Olay, they don't play any defense. It's about getting yours, and I mean points, rebounds, and block shots. That's what getting yours is all about. And if you can't shout that I'm number one, then guess what? You're done. I know it sounds like a rhyme, and at 3 o'clock, it's huge show time. Sometimes I'm sweet, and other times I'm sour as a lime. Mic drop. <laughs> uh, that's our opening uh, 3 o'clock rap. Some may use the word crap, but we'll go with rap on the huge show. So we'll get to Michigan State. And that monster win and a spot in the Sweet 16, unranked team to start the season. Amazing journey. And you knew they had something by how tough they played Gonzaga on the aircraft carrier and Kentucky and some other teams that were making noise in the tournament. Kentucky's done, but Gonzaga is in the Sweet 16 against UCLA. Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News will join us later in the show. Graham Couch, Kyle Austin, former Spartan Drew Neitzel, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com. Uh, we'll go to East Lansing. We'll go to the Drew Neitzel compound at a $63 million estate in a secret location. We have that covered. And then the Lions, I, in between the weekend and watching Michigan blow that lead and then Michigan State get it done against Marquette. And last night, I had to double check when Adam Schefter tweeted out that it's not the fake Adam Schefter, Right. That the Lions are doing things that you can't believe where you're going, wait a minute. I <laughs> I got to see if this is for real. And guess what? C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles for the Lions secondary. One-year deal. Reportedly, he turned down two years guaranteed with the Eagles. And now he's coming to the Lions. And I do wonder for a one-year deal if that couldn't turn into a bigger deal once they rework more contracts, but right now they just wanted to get them signed, right? 
So Jeff McLean, who follows the Eagles for the Philadelphia Inquirer, Eagles made multi-year offer early in free agency to C.J. Gardner Johnson. He was looking for more. They moved on, signed Bradbury, extended Slay. Him and his agent overvalued, not realizing market league, viewed him as risk, settled for a prove-it deal. Hey, guess what? I'll take it settling in Detroit. Mosley, Sutton, C.J. Gardner. You know what I like about this? They're all from winners. Super Bowl, Eagles, Niners, NFC Championship game. Mosley, even though he was hurt, that organization, Steelers, toughness. Think about the Lions. They're off-season. You know, I, I said that they were NFC North contender before I ever saw one free agent signing or who they're going to pick at 6-18 and 18 and the first rounders along with the second rounders. But th- these are the new Lions right now. And they added the long snapper, which I'll get to him in a moment, but I tweeted this out after the Chauncey Gardner-Johnson Signing, along with Gardner Johnson, David Montgomery, Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, and Graham Glasgow. Oh my lord! Albert Breer, NFL writer, they're going to win the NFC North. I was telling you last week, with, with and that was before they got CJ Gardner Johnson. That I thought they were top two, three, four. We can debate it, go back and forth. In the NFC? Well, look at how much the Eagles are losing in terms of roster. I'm saying rosters right now. I know you have to go out and play the games. I'm just talking rosters. Look at the Lions. Who has a better quarterback than the way golf played in the final 10 games? Jalen Hurts, right? Philly. Oh, hold on. Sam Darnold. Purdy had uh, basically Tommy John elbow surgery from getting hurt in the NFC Championship game, and Trey Lance can't stay healthy and is unproven. So where? Who? You know, Dak Prescott? Mm, you got golf with that offensive line and the way he was playing at the end of the year. You could make that argument. I think Cowboys obviously have a better defense. They lost Ezekiel Elliott. I know they got Brandon Cooks from Houston. That's a big pickup. For the receiver core. So you could throw the Cowboys in that argument. You know, I might do Eagles, Lions, Cowboys, Niners, right? Carr will improve the Saints, but I'm telling you, look at the conversation we're having. Could the Lions be what the Eagles were last year? We haven't even added 6-18 and 18 in the first round or the two second rounders. Depth, starters. Playmakers? I mean, with with, with C.J. Gardner-Johnson, you have to think that a DB isn't part of 6 or 18. So maybe it's the best defensive lineman available at 6, and they get a Quentin Johnson at wide receiver at 18. So many options. I've been saying this since the season ended, outside of that backup QB, which we'll see with salary cap moves you can't go with a rookie as your backup. That is the only thing missing. Ownership, front office, coaching staff, talent. 
Uh, the Lions are in a better place than I've ever seen them, ever. And that includes the Barry era, or Calvin and Sue and Stafford. It's amazing. So we'll talk about the Lions uh, later uh, in this broadcast. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. It's about Michigan State. You can answer that. By the way, Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. The question is, will Izzo and the Spartans win two games this weekend in New York City and get back to another Final Four? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations wherever you're listening right now. A local bank that you can trust and depend on, and that's extremely important more than ever before with our friends from Mercantile Bank. So on 866-838-4843, that's on the Mercantile Bank. Yes, I'm Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. And make sure you get in on that Tigers Home and Away opening day contest. Text the word Tigers to 21,000 if you want to get in, and you're 21 and up. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan, available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, High School Sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 hoop to win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. This is Monster Jam! See the legendary Gravedigger and more. Tear up the dirt with massive stunts. All-out racing and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam! 
as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BKD Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He was in Columbus for the weekend, and what a Sunday it was for Tom Izzo at Michigan State Basketball, and Izzo just solidifies the March mantra. I thought it was their best game of the season, reminiscent really of the Gonzaga game when you said this team might be better than what they are on paper, but Izzo does it again in the NCAA tournament, back to the Sweet 16 against K-State on Thursday night where the Spartans now are two-point favorite, opened up as a one-point dog. Uh, Your thoughts on this basketball team and what they did yesterday? Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of the classic Tom Izzo now, right? I mean, his whole, his entire focus is to have his team playing its best in March. And it would be hard to argue that this team isn't playing its best now. Now, I know you go back a week in the Big Ten tournament against Ohio State, and that was kind of a kind of a clunker but when you look at this past weekend against Southern Cal and then obviously yesterday against Marquette the way these guards are playing I mean that's what you need to win in the tournament is good guard play and they're playing as well as just about anybody at this point but not just that I mean you're getting you were getting something from everybody obviously Joey Hauser made the big shot late the the centers who've been really kind of taking a lot of grief Mati Sissoko even Carson Cooper yesterday a lot of good minutes, solid minutes, 10 rebounds, a couple blocks for Mati. Even a guy like Malik Hall only scored four or five points, grabs a huge offensive rebound late in the game that might have really sealed the game. Um, they're, they're getting something from everybody. It's all kind of coming together at the right time. And, you know, just when fans were getting frustrated after a couple of years of not, no no first first weekend wins or getting out of the first weekend, now here they are again. And I, with the way this tournament's going, I'm not sure. They might not be favored too often. They are right now, but, man, I tell you what, I wouldn't put it past them getting to Houston. Who knows? It's it's starting to feel like one of those runs for Tom Izzo. Well, the bracket's set up that way, and, you know, we say it every year, and Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News follows Michigan State basketball joining us on the Meyer Guest Line that I was comfortable enough to put them in my Final Four. Superfly, my producer, picked them to win it. He was treated by mental professionals live on air during a borderline basketball exorcism uh, last Wednesday. But uh, it's where you fall and what happens around you. And you look at their path now, which more than likely will be K-State and Tennessee. And Tennessee, physical and tough, uh, they have injury issues. K-State, though, their guard play, and you mentioned how well the Michigan State guards uh, played. Akins and Walker are going to need to show up big time. And Joey Hauser, the chance of Joey, he said afterwards that he was emotional when he went back uh, to the bench. And here's a guy that had been through so much uh, on and off the court and is so emotional at the end and the way he's pumping his fist to the crowd. And Kurt Gibson uh, hanging out right there uh, with Barry Sanders watching the game in Columbus. It, it was one of the better Sundays. And nothing against national championships or Final Fours, but that was one of the better Sundays for an Izzo team in his history at MSU. Yeah, you're right. And it shows what a dope I am. I saw uh, Gibson sitting next to Mark D'Antonio, and I stopped and talked to him for a second. 
and somebody asked me, hey, was Barry Sanders there? I didn't even notice the the, the living legend sitting right behind wow. there, so I'm not even paying I know, it was a major fail on my Man, uh, Barry was right there because his son, a lot of people don't realize, Barry's son is on the bench on Michigan State's basketball team. Yeah, the thing of the walk-ons that come in in a, in a blowout game, you got Barry, you got Barry's son, Nick, you got Steve Smith's son, Davis, and, and of course, Stephen Izzo. So that's, uh, you know, they go they go for the star appeal when they get up big in the game, but but, but I think you're right, it, it did have that kind of feel, and you know, we're talking about the bracket, and it's so much about matchups in this tournament. And now they're matching up against teams that don't have a decided advantage. You lose Purdue. Now you know if they were to get to that point, you're not facing a big like Zach Eady. You look at Kansas State. You look at potentially Tennessee. These are matchups that aren't going to overwhelm Michigan State. Now, you still got to play well, but there's not going to be something that those teams do that Michigan State doesn't have an answer for. And that is so important in these and how that bracket falls. Um, it's it's clear the matchups have been good for them to this point. They look good going ahead. Um, so that's why I think there's a lot of optimism on what might happen over the next and uh, maybe even a couple weeks here. And you give Izzo and his staff and the team time to prepare for Noel, uh, the guard who I think he's the best player so far in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the K-State guard, and they're well coached. And and then, like I said, Rick Barnes in Tennessee probably will get by Florida Atlantic. They'll be there, and then Izzo could be playing on a Saturday for the right to go to Houston. And regardless, getting to the Sweet 16 for a team that was unranked. And I go back to my all-access show inside the film room at the Breslin with Izzo, second week of October 2022. And he said, yeah, we're... You know, nationally not getting love, but there's something I really like about this team, and I hope I can put it together by the time we get to March. And here we are. Yeah, yep. And he is—he really has contended that same thing all year. Now, look, they, they've certainly had their ups and downs and moments where it wasn't coming together, but he never really backed off of that. That he still felt this team had something in them that was going to be able to lead to some sort of March run. And, and he was saying it right up to last week. So, you know, obviously he sees a little more than we do, but I just think you saw flashes of it clearly all season, whether it was early when they beat Kentucky or, you know, some of the games they won late. It, it, this team has something in them if they could get past some of those inconsistencies, and they seem to be doing it right now. And the other thing is they're defending, again, like they were for the bulk of the season. I mean, defense travels, as they say, and, it's kind of remarkable when you get stops, how much better things go. And, and, and we've seen that defense the last couple of games. So I think he saw all those things. You know, again, like he said, it's a matter of putting it all together. Uh, but this is one of those times so far it looks like they are at the right time. Marquette coming in was 15-1. and 15-1. And, and maybe yeah. you start the having to play uh, into Sunday in a championship game and how much basketball your team had played uh, in the last couple of weeks, and you know, state gets bounced early, and they have the fresh legs, and it looked like it uh, both against USC and against uh, Marquette. And I thought the foul trouble uh, for Marquette starters, Igadaro especially early, I think that was a big key in helping Michigan State uh, get that lead and, and in the end win it. Right, and you know, put Kolick, their point guard, the, the Big East player of the year, he got he got two fouls really quick and never. He never really seemed to get in much of a rhythm for them either. Um, gave a lot of credit to the Michigan State defense afterward, too. So I think you're right. Those things, you know, you know, Marquette had that little run at the end of the first half when 
when AJ was on the bench with two fouls. Um, but yeah, I just I, I just don't think they ever let Marquette get comfortable. They had a couple little runs, but overall, it seemed to Michigan State always had an answer. And, and again, it's that defense. If it's if it's playing like that and making things difficult, you mentioned uh, Noel with Kansas State. It's I mean that guy can make them from everywhere. So you could still play good defense and he still beat you, but. You got to at least feel good about your chances that they're going to make it tough for him. Man, speaking of tough, Walker hit a couple of tough shots. Sissoko with two pivotal blocks yeah. late in that game, and AJ when he's running the point, uh, he is really spot on, and that goes to Izzo and coaching and what he said earlier in the season when he talked to AJ that we need you to give up the ball first, then get it back. Or take it to the hole, and he's really kind of told AJ stop shooting the outside jumper, almost right. Yeah, yeah, and and know when it's it's all about knowing when to shoot and what is a good shot, and that is right. taking AJ some time to figure out what exactly that is. And you know what, he's still going to have a couple here and there, but overall, the way he's kind of taken over. There was a moment early yesterday where Izzo was upset at Jay Nakins for something, a defensive goof up or whatever, and was really laying into him. And AJ walked over and put his hands on Izzo's shoulders, and like got you know face to face and kind of told him, "I got this." Izzo just nodded his stop, nodded his head, and walked away. And I thought at that moment, this is when this is becoming AJ Hogarth's team, because you've seen that from point guards in the past, whether it be a Cassius Winston, guys like that. And it's that realization then that Izzo kind of knows, "All right, finally, I've got my point guard in control of this team." And that was a moment where you really started to see it happen. And AJ is, it's taken some time to get here. And it's been frustrating for Tom at times. But I think that was a moment you really saw it start to change. And, and, and it's right, you know, as far as AJ goes, this is going to be as far as Michigan State goes. So he is obviously a massive key to this whole thing. Yeah, and so you get him another key as they move forward with K-State on Thursday. That game will be at 630 at Madison Square Garden. I think they're going to need more offense out of Malik Hall. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's – I'll say this. He's looked a lot better the last two games physically than he had, you know, certainly against Ohio State the week before. So he's defending better. He's getting in the, in the traffic and rebounding. But you're right. I think they need him to score more. He had some good looks yesterday. A lot of guys did um, that didn't go in. But, but he, he doesn't look tentative or hesitant. And I think that's all good. So you got to just think maybe the shots are going to start falling for him and you add that other piece. Same with Joey. He didn't really get a lot of shots, and Marquette did a good job of kind of taking him out of that. But, you know, if those guys if, – if Joey's getting, uh, you know, 12, 13, 14 shots a game and you're getting a little more from Malik, then I, see, I think you see that offense ramp up even more. So uh, if you're looking for something more that Michigan State could give you, I think Malik is absolutely a guy that could, you know – kind of put it together and, and, and give a little more offensively here coming up this week. Matt Sharbino from the Detroit News follows Michigan State basketball, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Before I let you go, uh, your early vibe, thoughts on that matchup Thursday night with K-State in the Sweet 16? I mean, it's going to be a lot of what we've seen, right? Guard, good on good, man. Guards against guards. These, these teams both got really darn good backcourts and they're both playing pretty well. Um, to me, it's going to be, you know, who, like I just said, who's going to make life tougher for the other team? Because they're both going to defend you really hard, too. So it might be a lot of what we saw against Marquette. Maybe not pretty, but guys just kind of going at it. And the way Michigan State's playing, when you've got a guy like Tyson Walker, I mean, I know, I, again, I know Noel is that guy for Kansas State, but 
Tyson Walker late in games, I mean, he just relishes these moments where it's like, give me the ball, I'm going to go get the bucket. I mean, even Joey Hauser in the last timeout said, we got to give it to Tyson. And, you know, he just kind of he takes it on and makes some of those shots. So I, I really like the way the, the confidence they're playing with. But this is it's going to be another knockdown dragout, and, and whatever backcourt's better is probably going to be the difference. So I, I don't know if they win, but I certainly give Michigan State as good a chance as anybody to win the next two games and end up at Houston. And as I said before, it's starting to have that kind of feel. So we'll see. You never know, but I, you got to give them a good shot at least. Matt Charbonneau, appreciate the time. Detroit News, Matt Charbonneau on Twitter. Follow Michigan State in the NCAA tournament. Safe travels to New York City for Thursday night's matchup with Kansas State. Thanks, huge. Anytime. All right, Matt Charbonneau checking in on the Meyer guest side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics and gear up for the Spartans in the Sweet 16. Quality license official, Team Gear, a huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the Team Gear department at your local Meyer. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So, how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth? Consistently refreshing and consistently light. You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Have another conversation about Michigan State and their unbelievable weekend in Columbus, Ohio. They're off to the Sweet 16 on the men's side Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. on TBS. It will be K-State, uh, who has one of the best guards, if not the best player in Noel so far in the tournament. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host of Couch in the Rube podcast, which is available wherever you download podcasts. He's standing by on the Meyer guest sign, and, you know, we say it every year, Graham, when we talk about the tournament, it's Izzo, it's March, and there's your blueprint, and 
Here's what happened over the weekend in Columbus. It was the perfect plan uh, for Izzo and MSU basketball. Yeah, I mean, a, a few things that this is where the Izzo March thing, I think, does resonate. I mean, he, he plays a schedule in November, December, January, and February that puts his team in all sorts of situations through all sorts of adversity and styles, and they tend to peak at the right time. And then it, it, the, the scouting report stuff on, on two days prep and, and the way they the coverages they handled um, defensively two straight days, but especially against Marquette, where there was just nothing at the rim in the gaps, and, and they only had nine two-point field goals. I mean, that's that's the stuff that's, that's made his career, and it's it's why he is. And then he's got a squad right now where, you know, you have to have the bones of a great team for that to work, and he's got great guards, and he's got a connected team, and, and so it, it, it's coming together. Uh, what impressed you the most, maybe going into Friday's game against USC, through yesterday's win over Marquette, but you know, last Thursday night, uh, you're with the rest of the MSU media. You're by yourself in your hotel room. You're thinking about uh, the bracket. Uh, what happened Friday and Sunday in terms of Michigan State basketball that you didn't expect? You know, I didn't expect them to be able to because we hadn't seen it win games when they weren't shooting well at this late stage and win the games the way they did. I mean, they won it really with with grit and with uh, sort of uh, finding new ways, adjusting to whatever was there. I mean, this is a team that the final four regular season games going into the Big Ten tournament had been like 49 for 85 on threes in four games. I mean, just was shooting at an incredible clip, and that had been a real key to their success. And in the last two games, they went seven for thirty, and uh, including two for sixteen against, uh, you know, against Mar- uh, Marquette. So, I don't think they could have won that game three weeks ago, and to find a different way. And um, you know, it, it, I, I didn't think that could happen. Graham, uh, when you look what did happen, the Sweet Sixteen bracket, uh, only one Big Ten team remains. That's crazy, isn't it? It is and it isn't in the sense that, you know, only two were like I was, you know, I defend the Big Ten a lot. And I, you know, I was hoping that the Big Ten would be more than just solid and good and deep, but would surprise that that it it turned out they had more really quality teams. But, you know, only two Big Ten teams were seeded to get out of the first weekend. And that was Indiana and and, and Purdue. And one of those teams lost in a four or five matchup. So. You know, Purdue's loss is huge. Obviously, Michigan State was the seventh seed that wins. But basically, the Big Ten did what it was seeded to do. And so that's something to sort of remember. Now, it's not exceeding expectations, that's for sure. And the Purdue loss is, is you know, one of the bigger uh, upsets in postseason college basketball history, if not the biggest, just given Fairleigh Dickinson's uh, rankings on a number of things different than University of Baltimore, Maryland, which beat Virginia several years ago. I mean, this, this was the worst NCAA tournament, or worst team ever to win an NCAA tournament game by a way. So that's an issue. I mean, that that looks bad, and, it, and you know, and there's this this dynamic to the Big Ten where they've got a lot of big guys and plotting guys. People think, and so there, there's you know, it's it's not the free flowing basketball. But I, I also don't think it's a league that's that's as quite as you know, monolithic is that like one thing is not necessarily related to the other. You're not at an AAU tournament. And, you know, if you're a plotting white guy, you're looking, Hey, there's the big 10 coaches in that corner. I'll go talk to them. 
And maybe if you're Purdue or Wisconsin, that fits. But, okay, I'm, I'm athletic. I'm going to go over to the SEC coaches in that corner. It just, you know, they're just not, um, yeah, they're just, they're not all one thing. So I, I, while it looks bad for the league, I, I don't know that there were great teams this year other than Purdue at times. And uh, it sort of is what it is. And I don't know if Purdue ever was great. I never had that feel when I watched them that they were a great team. And Michigan State was unranked. Uh, they were picked middle of the pack preseason. Izzo told me, any science, and he liked this team. And you could see that uh, yesterday. So now with no pressure on this team because they got to the Sweet 16, uh, and you have to hit the reset button this week and get ready for K-State and then possibly Florida Atlantic or Tennessee, your thoughts on the matchup with K State Thursday night? Yeah, it's it's it, it's tough. I mean, that's a, they've got you know great wings, great guards, um, and uh, they've got you know I, I I like what their coach said about after the Kentucky game. People think of Kentucky. He said, you know, we had we just had more dudes than them, and they've they've that's what they have, and athletically they can be challenging. Now, they're they're not going to beat you up in the low post though, and I think. Michigan State has shown in these last two matchups that short of that team, and a lot of those teams have been eliminated, they're okay. I mean, you know, there's a real argument when you watch some of the tournament. And if Michigan State ever had to face UConn or something like that, we would, we might sing a different tune. But, you know, Izzo next year, if they lose to Purdue and Zach Eady in January or February, should just sit there at the press conference and say, yeah, it doesn't matter. These guys will flame out in the – uh, this doesn't work in the NCAA tournament. What we does, what we do does, and you know it's just going to cost us a Big Ten game because that's really the way it's played out. And then the teams that this is another team that that while I think Kansas State is is a step up in in certain ways, Marquette was you know a team that won ten straight that stormed through a Big East that has three teams left. Um, you know Michigan State is playing at a level right now that. Uh, you know, I think at worst, every game they play from here on out, at least in the region in New York, is going to be 50-50. I agree. I, I think Casey, and you see it in the early point spread on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. State now favored by two. I think they opened up as a one-point underdog against K-State. And then if they win on Thursday night, which will be a 6.30 tip Michigan time from Madison Square Garden, they'll get the winner of... Florida Atlantic, who had to pull away uh, from FDU and that Cinderella story. And Tennessee uh, muscled their way past Duke, played a lot of defense. I mean, Tennessee, Michigan State could be reminiscent of old school Wisconsin, <laughs> MSU, uh, yeah, and NCAA the final, tournament. That could be like 44 41. Exactly. No, I was just thinking that. Like that, I mean, that would be a game that. Uh, I know when you get to the regional finals, they're all on CBS, I think, but they may put that game back on True TV just for just for uh, to save the viewers. Yeah, warm up for impractical jokers. Uh, Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, also co-host of Couch of the Rube podcast. You can find it. They're talking about MSU and the Sweet Sixteen. Wherever you download podcasts, just search uh, Couch in the Room. Uh, Izzo, his enthusiasm after the game yesterday. You know, every year, Graham, for about five years, it seems we talk about, uh, Izzo's a year away. Oh, wait a minute. It's going to be that class. He'll see that through. Steven's going to be done. Uh, Izzo doesn't look close to retirement in any way, physically, emotionally, uh, with this team, with the university. When he was the front man there at the candlelight vigil, I, 
Izzo seems to be stronger than ever before. Yeah, you know, he said something before last season. I think this this still holds true. He said he, he, he felt better than he did five years ago. And I think he feels good. He feels invigorated. Um, he went through a you know, pretty rocky period there for a little bit. He's got, you know, obviously they have a, a great recruiting class coming in next year, but he's got a veteran team. You know, and, and sometimes he does do these runs where you think they're a year away. It's hard to predict the year where it's going to happen. Now, do they have the goods to, to truly win an NCAA, you know, NCAA tournament? I don't know. But I don't think there are a lot of teams in college basketball this year that are going to overwhelm you. Um, and so, yeah, no, he, he does look like a guy who's got some time left. Um, I, I, you know, winning a national championship, another one, is of the utmost importance to him. And... Um, you know, and, 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 you know, I don't know what else he'd do. You know, that's the other thing. He's not some guy who's going to go out and fish. Um, you know, he's not somebody I don't think he's going to turn to enjoying TV. And I, I think he's, um, he's somebody who wants to coach basketball. And even when he's miserable doing it, that's when he's happiest. And a lot of people haven't talked about this. He has one of his top recruiting classes coming in for next year. Totally, and, and and a chance next year, depending on who comes back, to have one of those rare teams. Because the way you win in college basketball today is not by being young and talented. I think that that's out the window. Uh, that's a decade old. But it's uh, it, it's by having a, a real good blend of veterans who are good college basketball players, but maybe not high end pros, so they stick around, and then some some recruits who raise your ceiling athletically, but don't have a ton of pressure on them. And they, they have a class where that could be. Now, those guys coming in aren't really one and done either, I don't think, unless they they, they they want, you know, something changes. I mean, you're talking about a six-foot guard and Jeremy Pierce Jr. I mean, where, where's he going to go? I mean, people could transfer in the, in the portal, but uh, Xavier Booker's got some, some developing to do. Um, but there's a chance a lot of these guys come back, especially I think Malik Hall is, is pivotal there sort of a bridge guy as a, as a communicator is a guy that they're going to need on that front court. And then, um, you know, we'll see what happens with Tyson Walker. And I think that's a little more, that, that that's a little more delicate because you, you also have to grow as a program and, and Jaden Akins needs the ball in his hands more going forward. I'm not sure Jeremy fears junior pictures himself coming into a program that still has Tyson Walker. So there are some politics probably that have to be uh, figured out if, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to do that, but uh, they have a chance to be really, really good next year from from the get go. Well, they still have some this year left in them. Michigan State, K State, Thursday night, six thirty p.m. TBS from Madison Square Garden in New York City. They win. They're in the Elite Eight on Saturday against the winner of Florida Atlantic and Tennessee FAU FDU. There are a lot of teams that close to one letter out of their names. Just really messing up people in the media. But now you get Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, and New York City. 9 p.m. is that tip on Thursday night. The lead game will be Michigan State and K-State. Graham Couch coverage in the Lansing State Journal. Graham Couch on Twitter. And again, if we have to spell Couch, please don't follow him on Twitter. And Couch in the Room podcast all over Michigan State Hoops. Graham, thanks for the update. Thanks for having me, Bill. All right, Graham Couch checking in. Uh, speaking of checking in, you better get to the hugeshow.net. You can check in on your brackets. Superfly Hayes is doing pretty good. I, I think I was in the middle of the pack. Superfly has Michigan State winning it. We'll update 
where he's at on his bracket. And you have until Friday at noon uh, to enter to win that home and away trip for two. You'll go see opening days in Tampa with the Tigers and the Rays and in Detroit with the Red Sox and the Tigers. That includes airfare for two, hotel tickets, and I'll be sitting with you at the game in Tampa. Now, the home game, we'll be having our pregame party at Tin Roof, so stop by if you want to with our friends uh, from DraftKings. That's right across the street from Comerica. But if you want to get in on this contest and you're 21 and up, just text the word TIGERS to 21000. That's the word TIGERS to 21000. We'll announce the winner Friday afternoon here on the Huge Show and the Michigan Sports Network. And thanks to the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, for their support of this contest. Opening days, home and away. If you're 21 and up, text the word TIGERS to 21000. And if you miss this and you can't text right now, you're driving, we have the quick links where you can enter. They're pinned at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get all of the promo hookups and you can get in on the action on the Sweet 16 this weekend, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number two on a Monday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. We'll get to more conversation on Michigan State in the Sweet 16. Lions transforming that roster into one of the best in the NFC, if not the NFL. It's not frightening, but it's incredibly exciting to think where this team is at right now. And this is before the draft. Only missing a backup quarterback. That's the only thing. Now, again, they could get a release because of a salary cap casually with a team, but man, that with what you're building up to not solidify that backup QB slot, that's the only negative. The only negative I have. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, are you kidding me? Montgomery? Uh, you're, you're getting guys who want to come play in Detroit. When have the Lions, outside of the Barry era, ever had guys who want to come play in Detroit? Without taking a overinflated contractor payday. So we'll talk more lines, more Michigan State. We do have our Bud Light 
Huge question of the day. Do you think Izzo and the boys are going to win two this weekend in New York City and get to Houston in the Final Four? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations wherever you're listening right now. And they're a local bank that you can trust, depend on, and they want to build a relationship with you. And that's more than other banks offer and maybe more important than ever before right now. A local bank you can depend on and trust with our friends from Mercantile Bank. So answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Do you think Izzo and the Spartans will win two this weekend? And I want to give love to the Fabiano brothers in Detroit. And other great Anheuser-Busch distributors for serving up Bud Light uh, all across Michigan. I do have our brackets in the $1,000 Bean Garter Bracket Challenge, which you can follow our picks and your picks at thehugeshow.net. Superfly's off to a pretty good start. I told him, he said, hey, can we talk about the brackets in this segment? I said, you know, Brett, you've been with me for over five years. You know the drill. If it's not about me, it usually doesn't make it on air. But out of respect to Superfly, who picked Michigan State, and he's wearing that flea-infested Michigan State hat he's had ever since I think he wore it the first day here, hasn't washed it. I think on the back of it, where normally it says like Spartans, it says Lice Trap, but it's a nice hat. Wash it. Dirty hats make you look like you just busted out of prison. All right, so here's Superfly's bracket. So he has Michigan State, K-State, Duke got beat, Purdue got beat, Arizona got beat, Baylor got beat, Virginia got beat. How are you at 65 and out? And I'm at three. How are you there? You got Alabama on that the south and east side of the bracket. You have Alabama and Michigan State and K-State in the Sweet 16. In the Midwest, Houston, Miami, Xavier, Texas. Oh, there you go. Four in a row. Kansas out. Eh. They got beat by Arkansas. St. Mary's out. Eh, they got beat by UConn. Gonzaga, you won. UCLA. How, how are you that far ahead of me in this? That's your sweet 16. So that means you have two from the West, all four from the Midwest, six. You have two from the East, Michigan State and K-State in the sweet 16. And you have one from the South in Alabama. How was that? I So let, let, let's go look at my bracket, which looks like the nuclear testing facility in the middle of the South Pacific. I have Creighton in Alabama, so that's two in the South. I have K-State in Michigan State. That's two in the East. I have Miami and that's it. I only have one. See, that's where you get me. I have one in the Midwest. You have all four. I just have Miami. And I don't have them advancing because Iowa State's knocked out. In the West, I have UConn and UCLA. I have UCLA advancing, though. So I do have 
attack modes that could damage you if UCLA can get to the championship game and beat your Spartans. But I have Michigan State in the Final Four. My Final Four is three of the four are still alive with my champion Alabama. Alabama, Michigan State, Iowa State, and UCLA. Your Final Four is Houston, Kansas, Michigan State, and Alabama. So you're not sitting there, but you... You beat me because you had more right early. What was your total remaining points? It, it tells you, gosh. So that's Superfly's bracket, my bracket. Uh, you can follow if you entered the $1,000 Bean Carter Bracket Challenge at the huge show, uh, dot net. Get in there and follow our picks. So we're still okay. I have three of four in your national champion remaining. I just didn't win a lot of early games and lost a lot of close ones, too. But Superfly predicted all four in the Midwest. That's a difference maker right now. I stink. And it's about possible points, which really tells you where you'll go. Uh, you can follow all these picks at thehugeshow.net. Uh, Just go to thehugeshow.net. So your potential is 161. And my potential score is... Is it like 150-something? 153, yeah. So I need Alabama to win it and have Michigan State, all my teams get to the Final Four. That's where I could beat you in the end. That's nice. I have to wait until April 3rd to see if I can come back. Superfly with Michigan State winning it all. Speaking of winning, uh, how would you like to win home and opening day tickets, airfare, hotel from Grand Rapids Airfare, Hotel and tickets for Detroit and Tampa to take on the Rays. And also, two tickets for the Red Sox and the Tigers in downtown Detroit. All this courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. If you're 21 and up, text the word TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21,000. That's the word TIGERS, out of 21,000. You have until Friday at noon to enter. Now, if you're driving and you miss this, I have the contest link and the quick way to enter on the pin post at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, and we'll announce a winner uh, during Friday's statewide broadcast. Uh, so get those in by Friday at noon, 21 and up. Okay? There you go. Home and away. How many people have ever seen the opener, season opener, and home opener in the same year? Thank you to the entire crew at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. Marty Board and everybody at Michigan Sports Network. Text the word TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, out of 21,000. We'll also have more about the Lions who are putting together one of the great off-seasons. We haven't even gotten to the draft yet and what's going on. This is special, folks. That's all I can say. I can't wait for the season to start. Yeah, you have to go win the games. I understand that. But on paper, and I'm getting a lot of feedback and pushback with people who are like, well, I'm not drinking the Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid. I still need to see them win big games. And I'm thinking, well, you know, beating Rodgers in a basically playoff game on Sunday Night Football in America, how much bigger do you want? Well, there weren't the pressure was off on the Lions because Seattle lost during the day. Oh no, come on! 
Like I said, right now on paper, with the roster moves from free agency, players going back and forth, with what they have on their rosters in the NFC, in this order I went Eagles, Lions, Cowboys, Niners, Giants. Nate Ogdell, good friend of the show, tweeted, Eagles, 49ers, Cowboys, Lions, and then Giants or Seahawks. I think I would put in possibly Carr and the Saints in that mix. You know, Eagles have lost a lot of players. That happens when you win. It's all that cycle on a salary cap window. Look at look at the free agent Lions. Well, like I said last hour, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, David Montgomery, a running back. Gardner in the secondary. Mosley gets healthy with Cam Sutton. Wow. Some are saying, well, they're still going to take a DB at six. I, I don't know. I, I think, you know, you've signed three DBs and free agency. I, I don't think that's going to be – it could be a second-round destination, but that first pick is going to be defensive line, edge rusher, help. And then pick 18 gets interesting. Where, you know, like we talked about with Jeff Risden from the Lions wire and the draft wire – you know, Quentin Johnson, that big receiver that tore up Michigan in the Final Four, he would be interesting. Or if one of those quarterbacks fall to six, that's your bonus pick anyways from the Stafford deal with the Rams. Would you take a quarterback of the future there? Not your backup. That's Just get a qualified backup, a veteran. I don't care if it's Matt Ryan, if it's Wentz. I really don't care. Just give me a veteran that we're not in the Blouse, Sudfeld, uh, Boyle category. Give me somebody that can help your talented roster win games if golf goes down. That's the only thing they need right now in my mind. And the draft becomes bonus. You know, was it for the first top 65 picks, whatever it is? Can you land two starters, three starters? You got to get quality back up into the third round, fourth round from Sheila Hamp. To Holmes in the front office, to Campbell and his staff, to the talent on that roster. It's not drinking the Kool-Aid when I put them in the top three on paper in the NFC right now. And and a top ten team in the NFL with the best offensive line. And as Jeremy Reisman from Pride of Detroit tweeted out last night, They're not stuck with any bad contracts. This could be set up for a longer-than-normal run under the salary cap restrictions of the National Football League. That is fantastic work by Holmes, the front office, and by the evaluation of talent by them and also Dan Campbell and his staff. We are talking your Detroit Lions, NFC North favorites. Adam Thalen's gone. He was such a big possession receiver For Cousins in Minnesota, he signed a three-year deal reportedly with the Panthers. I think 12-5, and 13-4 isn't out of the picture. And I think that number would put you in contention for home field advantage in the playoffs at Ford Field. Are you kidding me? We'll talk more lines inside this broadcast. Also, connect to our Michigan State insiders about Izzo in the Sweet 16 again on Thursday against K-State. 6.30 Michigan time will be that tip at NYC. 
And that Bud Light huge question of the day you can answer. Do you have the Spartans winning two games and Izzo getting back to another Final Four? Answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is HUGE. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa, Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an east side firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to BeanGarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge Follow your picks to the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. This is Monster Jam! See the legendary gravedigger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all-out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Monster Jam, as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BK Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining us here on the Meyer Guest Line on the Huge Show across Michigan, Kyle Austin, MLive.com, Spartan Basketball 
uh, insider. And Kyle, what a weekend in Columbus for Izzo and the Spartans. Yeah, you know, kind of getting back to uh, what I think Tom Izzo and Michigan State fans are used to, you know, kind of getting on a little NCAA tournament run. You know, it hadn't been that long, and it had only been two NCAA tournaments since they got to the Sweet 16. But, you know, you add in the you add in the, the COVID year, the cancellation in 2020, and, and you think about kind of the standard that Tom Izzo had set here at Michigan State, and it, it felt like it had been a while since they had really kind of won multiple games in the tournament and, and gotten to that Sweet 16. And uh, I know it was a big sigh of relief from Tom Izzo. I know players um, had really been kind of feeling the pressure to, to win a couple games and, and get to that second weekend and, and kind of uphold the standard of that program. So big sigh of relief. Um, teams playing as well as they have, getting great guard play. I thought a lot of players played well. So um, like like happens a lot of years, it's, it's really kind of coming together well at this point in the year for Tommy So. And speaking of this team coming together, Kyle, from the start, uh, from the first time you watch this team, whether it's practice or the first game, through yesterday's stunning win over a two-seeded Marquette and a team that was 15-1, and one, Big East champions going into that game. Uh, what has impressed you the most about their growth? Um, you know, just that this is not a team that is, is really overly talented, you know, and I know we've talked about this throughout the year on your show, is that there's no... There's no first-team All-Americans. There's no first-team All-Big Ten players. There's no NBA draft picks. Um, this is a lot of guys that um, are making a lot um, of, of their talent and are um, smart basketball players. They're veteran basketball players, but um, maybe don't have the overwhelming physical tools that a, a Miles Bridges or a Jaron Jackson Jr. had. Um, so a lot of kind of crafty older guys that um, a lot of them play their roles really well. And I, I thought from the beginning with this team that they had the potential to have a pretty good backcourt um, with uh, Tyson Walker and A.J. Hover kind of being a one-two. And um, both kind of had their ups and downs throughout the year, I think, especially A.J. Hover. But, but I think back to the beginning of the year, I think we thought – if they can get those two going at a high level, that's what wins games in the NCAA tournament. And I think, lo and behold, those two playing well, plus some others, um, really helped them do that this weekend in Columbus. I knew by the defense they played on Friday and how Izzo harped on that after they were bounced and played little defense at the end of the year. I said that would give them a shot to beat Marquette. I really thought it would be a, a tough Sunday, uh, but they played that defense. They played with passion uh, and fire. So now you look ahead, and we all see the bracket, and there's K-State on Thursday night at 6.30 at Madison Square Garden. If they win that, they'll get the winner of Florida Atlantic uh, and Tennessee. That's a 9-4 game that will follow Michigan State and K-State on Thursday. Uh, the rest of the way, uh, pressure on this team, I think it's off. Is that a good or bad thing? I mean, I think it's a good thing. I think the pressure's off, and... Um it kind of reminds me a little bit of the very first Michigan State team I covered, which was the 2014-15 team. Also went in as a seven seed. Um, also knocked off the number two seed in the second game. It was Virginia that year. And then I remember going to that regional, and there have been some other upsets elsewhere in that bracket, thinking there's not a team that I really think is, you know, a terrible matchup, you know, is a really tough game for Michigan State. And they end up going to the Final Four. And uh, I took a look at the bracket last night after things had kind of settled and thought, I feel the same way. I mean, they could certainly lose to um, K-State. They could certainly lose to any of the other two teams. But there's no Alabama. There's no Houston. If they were in there with those teams, I would say 
um, it would be a really tough road. But uh, they're already favored. They opened as a one-point favorite against K-State, even though K-State's three seed, Michigan State's the seven. Um, you know, State's getting really good guard play, and they're defending really well. Uh, they just shut down Ty- Big East Player of the Year, Tyler Kolick, um, forced him into six, seven turnovers. He, he did not look like himself. Um, what's been Michigan State's kryptonite this year has been the, the high-level big man, you know, the, the Jack Eadies and, and that type. And I, I think they're done seeing those. So I, I think it sets up well. Um, I, I, you, you never I, – I still think that it'll be a tough road. I think Tennessee will play great defense. But, man, if you would have told me yesterday, Bill, that uh, Michigan State would shoot two for 16 from three – um, and win an NCAA tournament game against a two-seed, I'd have said you were crazy. But, but that's the level of defense they're playing right now, and it's letting them get away with that. And, and if they can keep playing defense like that, they're going to be in every game. Yeah, best defense of the year, like I mentioned, against SC on Friday in Columbus, yesterday against Marquette. And we talk about this every year, Kyle, that it's where you're positioned and what happens uh, in your bracket and in other brackets. And when you look at this side, I, I agree with you on what they have uh, to get to Houston. And then you look at the other side and other brackets, and it's Houston and Miami in the Sweet 16, Xavier, Texas in the Sweet 16, uh, Gonzaga, UCLA, uh, Creighton, Princeton, uh, Alabama, San Diego State. So uh, the Spartans have a path to Houston. Could you imagine, Kyle, if this team gets to the Final Four? My Lord. Yeah, but you know we we've seen it before. I've seen I've seen Tom Izzo take teams like this to the Final Four, but th- this would be you know among the most surprising because uh, you think back. I mean, I think a lot of Michigan State fans checked out on this team um, in late January, early February. Not all of them. I know a lot of them stuck with them, but they were really struggling to score the ball for a while. Um, they were they had guys in and out of the lineup. Guys weren't shooting the ball well, um, and it looked like. What it has the last couple of years. I mean, this program, I think it's fair to say, the last couple of years has been a little bit below the standard, kind of sneaking in um, as a seven-seater below um, in the tournament, not really contending in the Big Ten. Um, and I think this seemed like another year where they were going to do that, get into the tournament, lose the first weekend. Um, but they found a way to turn it on, and they've done it with their defense. And um, I, I think they got what they needed. I think they, they came together for them at the right time. And they also got the right draw. I mean, I think Marquette um, matched up well for Michigan State. I think they felt good about that matchup from the moment they saw it. Uh, I think they prepared really well, um, and they executed well. I'm not sure every two seed they would have been able to take down, but things have worked out well for them in this tournament. As give Izzo and his staff a lot of credit for the preparation, and then the one-day turnaround, nobody's better in the history of the NCAA tournament uh, than Izzo and his assistant coaches, and the players executed perfectly on Sunday, and I really, from everything I've seen in my nearly 22 years back here in Michigan, Kyle, I found the win over Marquette start to finish to be one of the better efforts by the coaches and players I've ever seen from Michigan State. I would agree, and, and it was it really was a total team effort. Um, I even... Monty Sissoko for how much, how many people have been frustrated with him this year, how he hasn't been maybe what they thought. Uh, I, I thought he played fantastic yesterday and, and gave them just what they needed. I, he, he rebounded really well. Um, he scored when he had to, but, you know, didn't overdo it, didn't play out of his element. Um, and was just a defensive force in the end. Uh, those two blocks at the end of the game were, were huge um, in kind of keeping Marquette at bay. Um, so th- that's a guy playing his role who had a tough year, but, it, you know, has figured it out in the NCAA tournament. 
And you could say that for about a lot of people. You know, I think Malik Hall made some plays on Friday. Um, and then obviously you've got Tyson Walker kind of taking over the, the lead scoring role. And, uh, you know, they haven't always had in the last couple of years a guy willing to kind of be the dude down the stretch and want the ball in his hands and want to be taking those key shots. And they've got it now in Tyson Walker, who's going to be headed back to New York to play in his hometown here in the Sweet 16. So they've got all the elements that they didn't always fit together at every point in the season, but I think they're fitting together pretty well now. Yeah, I love that story about Walker going back home. Izzo said he owes him a, a cab ride to a great pizza place because of all the NIL money that Tyson Walker <laughs> Uh, Megs Izzo said that in the post game yesterday on CBS. Uh, good stuff, Kyle. Enjoy that trip to New York City, and we'll talk soon. Maybe next week we'll talk about Michigan State in the Final Four. Think about hey, it that. Surprise me. All right, thanks, thanks Kyle. Appreciate it. All right, Kyle Austin, MLive.com. Spartan basketball insider joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Gear up for the Spartans in the Sweet 16 with quality license official. Team gear, a huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. And speaking of your brackets, you can check in on our Superfly in mind. Superfly, what number are you at? You at 154? You're 64? Oh, geez. Yeah. He has Michigan State winning it all. I'm at like. 255. I got to talk to Jesse over at Bean Garter every once in a while. Not like my taxes, but we can kind of work the computer. <laughs> I joked last Wednesday when I said you're going to win the bracket, you pick Michigan State to win it. I didn't have Gonzaga, so I think I, what am I, 275, maybe even 300 now. I dropped because I didn't have Gonzaga. 325, that's what I thought because I, the late game was Gonzaga, and I didn't have Gonzaga. Uh, I'm 325, yeah. And the way you kind of emphasize that with your fingers, and you 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 gave 325 with one finger the whole time. Uh, you can follow your brackets in the $1,000 bean, gra- bean Garter Bracket Challenge, as you can see them a little bit flustered. That's at thehugeshow.net. You can also check in on Superfly's bracket and my bracket, even if you didn't play at thehugeshow.net. And you have until Friday at noon to get in on the opening days. Home and away to see the Tigers and the Rays in Tampa with airfare from Grand Rapids Hotel and tickets to the game. I'll be sitting next to you for opening day in Tampa. Then you'll get two tickets to the Red Sox and the Tigers in Detroit. All this courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. Just text the word TIGERS. T-R-T-R-T-I-G-E-R-S to 21,000. I can't get over Superfly. Like, I'm in the 300s. Oh, my God. Then I had to listen to my son, Legend, all weekend. Oh, I picked that. 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 You know what? Go to bed. It's 2 in the afternoon. Go to bed. I picked that. I picked that. I picked that. How you doing, Dad? Let's talk about the Tigers in opening day. Yeah, so text the word Tigers to 21000. You have until Friday at noon. You have to be 21 and up. If you're driving and you can't write all that down, we have the pin post to enter at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Kyle Austin, let's go talk to former Spartan basketball player Drew Neitzel, who you can hear 
in Grand Rapids on the 96-1 game of the week, boys and girls high school basketball. The girls wrapped up uh, last weekend. Uh, the boys have a huge week with quarterfinal action, and then they'll roll into the Breslin this weekend. Get your tickets and all the info at MHSAA.com. Uh, and I know Drew is a proud Spartan. Uh, he's standing by in the Meyer guest sign. And, uh, Drew, what about that weekend in Columbus? Amazing. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, just uh, just more more magic in the month of March from from Coach Izzo and his staff and rallying the guys uh, at, at the right time of the year. So um, it was a lot of a lot of fun to watch. Not the prettiest game um, against Marquette there, but uh, to, sh- to shoot two of sixteen from three and um, you know be in control of that game most of the way. Uh, it, was, it was pretty impressive. Well, what impressed you the most as a former player, maybe that us as fans, the media didn't see, but you watched uh, maybe in USC that gave you a good feeling about this Marquette game. I know we got the Izzo and the March Magic and the short turnaround and the minute he won that opener, I'm like, okay, I truly believe they can beat Marquette. But what did you see from an X's and O standpoint in Columbus in game one against USC that gave you the confidence uh, they could beat Marquette? Well, I think just the, just the game plan, right? I mean, this this team has been a, a, a tough, hard nosed team the entire season, right? They've had some ups and downs. Um, they've, you know, went through some adversity with everything that happened on campus. But uh, the the one set, thing I'll say about this team is they're they're tough kids, right? Whether it's Hogard at point and Walker, I mean, he just goes in there amongst the trees and makes some unbelievable finishes, and and Hauser can can shoot it, so. And they got some good contributions, right? Uh, you know, Cooper made some some big plays against Marquette and uh, Sosovsko as well down down the stretch, and what a big rebound by Malik Hall to kind of kind of seal that game. Um, that's kind of what Spartan Spartan basketball is all about: doing the dirty work and uh, making big plays when when they're needed. Drew Neitzel, former Spartan Hoops player, player, pride and joy, Wyoming Park High School. Also, you hear him with Brett Bakita on the 96.1 FM Game of the Week on our flagship station in Grand Rapids. He's checking in on the Meyer uh, guest line. What, what is it about Izzo in March? And you've been through uh, those NCAA tournament runs with Izzo on the good side, bad side. Uh, why Why is it different with Izzo when it comes to the NCAA tournament? Well, I, th- I think it comes from preparation, and it's not anything that we do differently um, you know, come tournament time, we we prepare the same way for the first game of the year as we do for the first game of the NCAA tournament. But just that that constant, um, you know, being prepared. And I think at this stage of of his career, right, twenty five straight tournaments. I think this was what his fifteenth Sweet Sixteen appearance. Um, you know, I think you know these teams they, they see us in their on the, on the, the schedule in their, their region. And, uh, you know, a lot of teams don't, don't want to play us, but, um, you know, I, Marquette, I hadn't watched them a ton, uh, throughout this season. Um, I knew they were really talented, but they, uh, they had an off night. It, it looked like some of it was us. Some of it was, was them, but that's the crazy thing about this tournament, right? You, you have one bad 10 minute stretch, one bad half, um, you know, and your your season can be over. So as we've seen throughout the the craziness of the first weekend with with the Purdue and and some of the other uh, upsets that that happened. So um, you know, I think just the focus, attention to detail 
Um, certainly gets ratcheted up a little bit um, come come tournament time, but but I think just the confidence, especially from coaches, uh, saying, "Hey, I've been here before." Um, you know, it's uh, it gives us that edge uh, in, in the NCAA tournament. How many times, uh, again, as a former player at Michigan State, Drew, or just watching as a fan now, even before uh, you committed back in the Wyoming Park Vikings days, uh, to now where a guy will look completely different in an NCAA tournament game playing for Izzo, and there's Joey Hauser. Same thing, Joey looked really strong the way they lost, I think it was last year to Duke, and you look at Hauser yesterday with the fans chanting his names and or his name and it made him emotional and uh that, that that's part of that is oh magic yeah it is i mean just you know and and he he stays on guys right throughout the year and in in preparation to peak at the right time and he he wants guys to reach their full potential and um you know he's he's a master motivator and um, you know, you see that on display with, with this team, right? Because I think, you know, and to be honest, going into the season, I, a lot of people maybe outside of the program said, hey, maybe a down year in East Lansing. Maybe this might be the team that doesn't make the NCAA tournament, ends the streak, losing Max Christie and, and Marble off of last year's team, and to finish top four in the Big Ten, go through the adversity that they did, and then – you know, be playing the only Big Ten team to be playing uh, the second week in the NCAA tournament. It's just, it's a, it's a crazy story. And love seeing Coach Izzo uh, get emotional. He's always been an emotional guy, but I think, uh, you know, as as he gets later in his career, uh, these these teams and, and these types of wins uh, mean even more even more to him and his his legacy. So when you were setting up a season while you were playing for Izzo at Michigan State, was there talk during the fall, during the previous summer, in season that the team was gearing up to hit their peak in March? Well, I mean, I don't think that that's ever the case, right? I mean, obviously, there's you, you learn and grow, and this is a, a somewhat young team, and guys kind of had to evolve and change their roles a little bit, and I think. I think guys have done that. I look at a guy like AJ Hogard, you know, early in the season, he was, I think he was maybe trying to prove to everybody. He was, you know, improved his outside shot and was a, a jump shooter. And, you know, maybe halfway through or kind of into that big 10 season, he said, Hey, I'm going to get to the rack and make plays and, you know, set up my teammates and, you know, just, just the development there and guys figuring out what their roles are, what they do, do well to help the team win. But, you know, obviously you want to peak the first game of the season and, you know, dominate, you know, start to finish, but that's not, that's not reality. So playing that tough, tough non-conference schedule, playing teams like Gonzaga, you know, being in those kind of big, big time atmospheres, um, you know, high profile games certainly prepares you for, you know, the big stage in, in March Madness when it matters the most and it's, it's a win or go home. So what do you think of Michigan State this weekend in New York City? How confident are you that they'll get to Houston? I, I I think you know we have as good a chance as anybody in that uh, this weekend, right? I mean Kansas State, they're extremely tough, physical, um, good guard play, um, well coached team. But I mean, I, 
I think we've proved, you know, we can we can beat anybody on any given night, and that's what's so cool about this this tournament, right? It it just depends what what team shows up, and I know coaches will have the the guys ready. Kansas State will be a tough one. You don't want to look past them, but um, I know Michigan State, you know, had had seen Tennessee early in the season, maybe in a, a, a scrimmage, but. Um, you know, Florida Atlantic can score the basketball, so that's no no walk walk in the park uh, to the Elite Eight for Tennessee either. So, I think it sets up really well. It should be a, a awesome atmosphere at Madison Square Garden, and um, you know, see see what happens. Drew Neitzel, former Spartan basketball player, pride and joy of Wyoming Park High School, joining us uh, here on the Meyer Guest Line. Also, you'll hear Drew in the Grand Rapids area with Brett Makita, uh, the boys' quarterfinal action, and if West Michigan teams get to the Breslin this weekend, uh, that will be the road to the Breslin games on our flagship station, 96-1 the game. Drew, appreciate the time. Uh, enjoy the hoops this week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, and uh, go green. Okay, did uh, Drew just take off in a private jet from Northern Jet Management? Uh, Gerald R. Ford, while we're talking. Uh, Roger, Mr. Neitzel, we are set runway 292. What was that? Uh, Mr. Neitzel, uh, go green, go white. Looks like we're going to have a good flight. Buckle up. That happens. I, I think it's our phone. Because it's happened, like, you think it's someone gotten a Bluetooth in their car? So if that's the case, if that was a Bluetooth sound, Drew was doing 157 miles an hour with his windows down, and it's 35 degrees in the Grand Rapids area. Roger, uh, welcome back to Formula One. This is uh, race team green and white, not so on the green line. Let's give it some gas and go 172 on the first lap. Remember, if you missed any podcast, just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Life as a grown-up, not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question, does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win, every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through, 
your morning and your day. It's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for a superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan, a Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you always use the promo code HUGE when you sign up to get on the Sweet 16 action. Michigan State, K-State, Spartans, Two-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big board use code HUGE when you sign up to get those promo hookups. And a reminder that all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, have Michigan Madness going on at all locations through the tournament end on April 3rd. You can stop by and watch all the games at your local brands. You'll find a Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, and Mike Brands Sr. has the Brands in Cascade, just east of Grand Rapids. Michigan Madness is happening at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills, all tournament long. Six ninety nine Steakhouse Burger Basket during all tournament games and two ninety nine domestic drafts. During all tournament games, all month long, and even into April 3rd, which will be uh, the championship Monday in the Final Four that previous Saturday. So Michigan Madness happening in all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. And if you can't make it out to watch the tournament games, you can order takeout or delivery. All your brands' favorites, just go to brands.com. That is brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get all of the promo hookups and you can get in on the action on the Sweet 16 this weekend, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, auto racing, soccer, and more. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? 
It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Man, between Izzo, getting it done over the weekend in Columbus and just hammering a two-seat in Marquette, now off to the Sweet 16 at Madison Square Garden, New York City. Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. will be the tip against Kansas State. They win that, they'll get the winner of Tennessee and Florida Atlantic. Though and Tennessee's not the same team with the injuries they have in the backcourt. I know they beat Duke. They play some defense. But Izzo loves those bruising-type matchups. And the Spartans have a good shot. I guess the ideal situation, if you're a Michigan State fan, take care of business against K-State, where the Spartans are a two-point favorite over the Wildcats on the DraftKings Sportsbook at Big Board. And then hope Florida Atlantic would upset Tennessee. Because Tennessee still can play some defense with Rick Barnes. But they made it to the Sweet 16. They were unranked to start the year. They've given us glimpses when they beat Kentucky, when they had a shot to beat Gonzaga on the aircraft carrier. Izzo and his staff coach, man. And he's old school. He's fiery when they make a mistake. He's pumping his fist when they get a big offensive board. He doesn't listen to the culture-canceling Twitter nation He coaches the way he's coached since he started. And his players respect him, love him, and they show up every year in mass. When they get that reunion game, that reunion weekend, and Izzo's taking all the heat. Oh, he's he's Bobby Knight Jr. No. What's missing with the younger generation in this country, even as parents, You can't give your kids the kick in the ass you used to or that you used to get. Oh, there's too much about you can't. Oh, you ride your kids too much. You need to give them space. Let them fail. Let them experience things. I'm like, no, I still think the biggest motivator is accountability for your actions. I do in sports and in life because most of the lessons learned play in sports. And I don't care if your kid is five or it's you, or you're playing through college. Because at the pro level, it's a business. But through college, because everybody doesn't go pro. They get a degree, they had a great experience, they move on in life. But it's the lessons you learn from coaches. Because for some reason, kids, and I'm a father of five, will listen to their coaches more than they do the parents. Or more than they do the dads. A lot of moms, the kids will listen to their mothers. Or some kids just run over their mothers in terms of doing what they want to do. But most kids will listen to their moms. But the dads, the old school accountable mentality, and I'm not talking about hitting your kids, nothing physical, not shaming them, not being the great Santini dad who's out of control in the stands at a youth game. But talking to your kids about the good and bad, talking with your kids when they do have a bad game. And not riding them, but telling them it will be okay. 
But just like in life, if they make a mistake, you might chat their ass with some comments, but you're the first person to hug them when you see that they got their grades back up and it's a 3.5. But in this world, parents are afraid to be parents. Coaches are afraid to be coaches. But you know what? Tom Izzo has set up yours to that mentality. And I judge it by what his former players say about him and what they do. So it's amazing. Uh, Izzo can coach. I don't care. The lost art in America of accountability. Pros are pros. It's a different animal. But those youth coaches, and I'm not talking about the crazy dads or high school coaches or even college coaches who used to send a message to a player that the lesson they're teaching will help that player, not just in sports, but off the field the rest of their lives. Because how many of you have had coaches that what they said to you, still you can hear their voices when you're 55? I can hear Coach Tom Christopher telling me, Bill, the day you level out your emotions, and he said this to me, and I I can hear it in the hallway at Sparta High School, 1980, Bill, the day you level out your emotions, you're going to be an incredible media, radio, or movie star, or you'll be selling Swampland in Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, Coach Christopher, thank you. And you know what? I didn't, I didn't laugh when he said it, but I'm kind of like, yeah, I kind of see that kind of, I see that spectrum here at 18. Or coaches, when I told my high school baseball coach, Coach Andrews, I go, man, I don't have to run. I hit 450. I don't need to run. He goes, turn your uniform in. I go, what? He goes, turn your uniform in. I'm thinking, like, you're kidding me. No, turn it in. I've had it with you. He didn't play. I didn't play. He won't let me back on. And when I came back to Michigan, I'm at a Kennewa Hills youth football game. Bob Skibby's kids, my friend, and there's a tap on my shoulder, and I didn't recognize initially who it was, and he says, Coach Andrews. And he looked at me and said, I knew you'd make something of yourself. And I'm thinking, he sent me a lesson, right? Miss, I, that was it. I wasn't eligible my senior year because I had, you know, at Grand Rapids Central, I decided that class wasn't important, so my eligibility was up my senior year. Oh, my God, across the board, three sports. Can't play. Can't play anything. But you know what that lesson taught me? The coaches, the school, at the time, MHSA, nobody nobody caused what happened. It was all on me. And it was accountability. And now coaches are afraid to have accountability because you got crazy parents. You got schools saying, we can't do that. We can't really, we can't force them to go to practice. If they want to go on vacation, spring break with their family, they don't need to go with the team. Okay. Oh, Johnny has a dentist appointment at four. He's going to miss that game because he has to get a molar taken out. Really? Really? Uh, tell Johnny to bring his damn uniform in and good luck with the molar. That, that's the world we're in. And there still are some old school coaches, and I'm telling you right now, when you look at the success of any high school or college program, the success, not, not a flash in the pan one-year run or two-year run. You look at Calipari struggling at Kentucky. The last four years. The one and done catches up with you. Because those guys aren't listening to you. They're getting their points. They're ready to get paid. But Izzo, look how many guys come back on reunion weekend to see him. 
How many former players with Twitter and everything you have out there have trashed Izzo? And by the way, when Michigan State's doing well or they win a big game like yesterday, you can look on Twitter and you see every former player tweeting out something about Izzo and Michigan State. So accountability, it's still there inside Michigan State basketball. And Joey Hauser, here's a chance of his name at the end of that Marquette game, and most of you Michigan State fans wanted his ass gone. But you know what? He didn't stop working. And Izzo held him accountable. And Izzo might chap his ass live in front of a national TV audience, but he's the first guy to hug him and say he deserved that moment on the stage yesterday. That's what Izzo does. It's a lost art, man. It is. And I look back on what I did when you're older, and you can realize that it was on me. Yeah, I could blame growing up poor. I could blame this school. I could blame this, blame everybody. No, it was my fault, and I missed it. And I I missed an unbelievable year. I had to go to school every day through the three sports seasons and watch those my friends that all played, and I couldn't play. I could not play. And the junior year, I mean, damn, you know, Later this week, John Vanderwall is going to join us in the studio. And when I taught John his swing, he said, I want to pattern it after your swing, Bill, from your Sparta swing. Because with the Grand Rapids A's, my brother Bob would play with, I'll tell you what, their youth, like 16-year-old team, still, it's unmatched in West Michigan. And had Brent Gates, who went on to the major leagues, John Vanderwall, my brother Bob is the second-round pick of the Brewers, uh, Mark Dewey, who I think pitched with the Giants, right, if I'm not wrong, it was. Uh, we'll talk to John later in the week, but it's amazing. So, anyways, my swing, a right-handed Vanderwall swing, I called it. And then he saw it, copied it, and ended up playing with Bonds and Jeter. And I ended up not being able to play my senior in high school. You think life's fair? No. Did I blame Vanderwall? No. Did I blame anybody? No. It was accountability, and that's why I love Tom Izzo. I really do. I think he's fair. I think he's honest. And I think he does it his way. And a lot of people are afraid to do it their way because of Twitter, Facebook, and repercussions. And, oh, my God, you need to coddle all the kids. That's what they need. They need a friend. Yeah, they need a friend more than they need a kick in the ass when they're young. So keep it up, Izzo. You're showing the world that you're not changing your ways and you're playing K-State on Thursday. More conversation. Speaking of Michigan State, coming up here in a few moments on an amazing Sunday. Two-game run in Columbus. And we also have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Do you think Michigan State will win two this weekend and get to the Final Four in Houston? How crazy would that be? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations wherever you're listening right now. A local bank you can trust and depend on. And they love relationships uh, with their clients and with their customers. So thank you to Mercantile Bank. And you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line. one 838 4843 Add Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Also get in on our Home and Away opening day promotion. How would you like to watch the Tigers in Tampa and the Tigers at home against the Red Sox? Airfare from Grand Rapids and hotel for two for the season opener in Tampa, then two tickets for the home opener against the Red Sox in downtown Detroit, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. 
Just text the word TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21000. You have until Friday at noon to enter, 21 and up. Text TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21000. And if you're driving and can't write that down or forget it, uh, we have the pin post where you can enter the quick link, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Johnny Kane. NBA fans, you can bring the hoops action right into the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, any new customer can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets. All you have to do, download the DraftKings app, and then when you sign up, use the promo code HUGE. Then you can bet $5 on the NBA and instantly get $200 in bonus bets. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. The Pistons had a two-point lead against the Miami Heat with 4.20 left last night, but they went cold down the stretch. Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero took over as the Heat outscored them by 19 in the final frame. 112-100 the final, Butler had 26, Hero had 19. James Wiseman did lead Detroit with 22 and 13. But Dwayne Casey says this is part of the maturation process for his team to make better decisions when the game intensifies against playoff contending teams. While the Pistons will face another playoff contender Tuesday night in Atlanta. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Joining us here on The Huge Show across Michigan is Tim Stout from Stout on Sports. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m., on our affiliate in Lansing, the game 7.30 a.m., the huge show is tape delayed weeknight 6 until 9 p.m. on the game 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. And 
Tim, you watched a lot of Tom Izzo games uh, in the NCAA tournaments. And when you look at yesterday's win over Marquette and really what they did this weekend in Columbus, I thought what happened against Marquette start to finish. And I know Final Four wins or a championship game uh, don't count. But in terms of any game prior to a Final Four, I thought that was the best I've ever seen from an Izzo team and coaching start to finish. Well, the irony of it is, Bill, that they didn't shoot well in free throws against Southern Cal, and they didn't shoot well from the three-point area against Marquette, and yet they got away with that. I mean, they missed seven consecutive free throws down the stretch against Southern Cal, but their defense was good enough to hold them off to win by 10. And then if you'd have told me before the game last night they were going to go two for 16 from the three because those guards are their strength, right? Then you figure, well, everybody thought Marquette was going to win, so Marquette wins. But, you know, there's more than one way to do this in the tournament. And I think the one thing he does consistently through the years, he being Tom Izzo, is that he has those players absolutely convinced you have got to leave every ounce of energy you have on the floor, and if we lose, we lose, but we don't have any regrets about the way we did it, but that's the way we're going to have to win, especially when you would, when you have a team like he has that really doesn't have you know, a dominating star like a Cassius Winston or a Denzel Valentine or a Mateen Cleaves. He doesn't have that, but he's jury-rigged you know, what he has together to get through the first weekend. I don't think it's going to be easier moving forward. But on the other hand, if they play with the intensity that they showed in the first two games, you better show up to play them because they, I think they like the feel of winning. And yet on the other hand, could they slip the way they did last week against Ohio State? That one would think that's not going to happen relative to effort, but that's the beauty of the tournament. And I just think, Bill, he sells those players and they buy it. I better leave it all out here. Um, because that's going to be our path to victory, and obviously twice this week, they're, you know, through the tournament, they've done that. You could see when Izzo did the fist pump after that offensive rebound late in the game against Marquette yesterday, and his fist pump, his body movement, even the announcers talked about it. That's the Izzo basketball he wants come tourney time. No question, and that's been their recipe for success. I mean, I think all these guys get the X's and O's. They all coach with a strategy. They run the offenses that they've run during the year for the most part, Uh, and I think he's long felt that rebounding is effort-related. They have not been, in my opinion, the last three years nearly as a dominant rebounding team as he's had in their so-called glory years, but you know, with him, effort is everything, and they out-rebounded Marquette, and whether they're going to be able to do that against Kansas State or not, and whether that's going to make a difference, uh, you know, who knows. I think, Bill, the hard thing about these tournaments, I've said this for a thousand years, is when you get in a neutral court setting against teams you haven't seen, officials you haven't seen, with a crowd reaction that you're really not normally used to, either good or bad, there's a lot of variables there, and you don't know how it's necessarily going to play out. But I thought from the start, Yesterday, Marquette looked out of sync. I think they were a little shell-shocked, but they got behind the way they did early. To their credit, they got a very brief lead in the second half but couldn't hold it. 
And the other thing, Bill, is I think Michigan State, like a lot of teams, is so much more dangerous when they are not a prominent seed. If Purdue had been a 3-4 or 5 seed where the glare wasn't on them, I think they might have fared differently than what they did. But, you know, when you're the one seed Kansas was, they were, the expectations are so high and the pressure is so high, and the other team can just let it go and play with effort, enthusiasm, and not worry about the outcome. And to me, they look like they have not played tight in these first two games. Now, now we got three or four days off. Then you're going to Madison Square Garden. I mean, I you, it would appear that the path for them to the Final Four, uh, you know, is Kansas State and Tennessee. And I think you know those th- those are a little different dynamic than what they've seen the first two games. But on the other hand, if I'm Tennessee and I'm and I'm Kansas State, I don't know that I necessarily want to play Michigan State because they're going to be a hassle because they think they belong here. They think they should win. They have momentum. Their coach has beaten them to a pulp to play like crazy, blah, blah, blah. And so that should make it an interesting weekend, I think, in New York. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Huge show is heard weeknights, tape delayed 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. on a.m. 7.30. And the Capital City is joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about Michigan State advancing to the Sweet 16. Yeah, on paper now, you look at it and you see State on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. They're a two-point favorite over K-State in Thursday's Sweet 16 game at 6.30 in New York City. And Tennessee, not at full strength, uh, but they played a ton of defense uh, to get to the Sweet 16. I, I wonder now when you're the favorite compared to being the underdog that Izzo can play perfectly uh, with the team because Marquette, I, I said it last week, Tim, I don't know if it was with you or every day on the show, that going into the tournament outside of Alabama, I thought Marquette was playing the best basketball. UCLA might be close, but I really thought Alabama-Marquette looked like surefire Final Four teams. And if Izzo and Michigan State could beat Marquette, I thought they had a chance to get to Houston in the Final Four. Well, I mean, on my bracket sheet, I had Tennessee because of its athleticism. Uh, and in the, if it is a SEC semifinal between Tennessee and Alabama, that to me is just going to absolutely be a war if those two match up. I think they're the two most athletic teams that are in there. And I'm not sure that that helps Michigan State if it would play Tennessee to face an athletic team, especially you know when you've played a couple of nights before. But they can worry about that then if they get that far. Um, I thought Tennessee was really impressive against Duke. But I remember, Bill, you know, Izzo scrimmaged Tennessee in Knoxville in October. And when he came back, he said clearly Tennessee has enough athletes to go ahead and contend clearly for the national title. And I remember he said that. Now, it's been a long time since then, but um, – but I think Tennessee is going to is a tough matchup for anyone. All my Final Fours are still in it. Some other teams aren't. I had Miami of Florida, Gonzaga, Alabama, and Tennessee. I think Kansas State is a is a tough matchup. They play in the Big Twelve. I think that's the best conference overall. Not that that's going to have an effect on this game. I mean, after all, Michigan State's the only Big Ten team left. And even though it's said that State's a two-point favorite, Bill, that to me says it's a toss-up game. You know, whether you're up to, down to, whatever it is, it's a one-possession spread. And I've seen it elsewhere in other betting sites where, you know, Kansas State was a two-point favorite. But 
that we'll go with State being a two-point favorite. I don't think Tom looks at that with any reality. Yeah, he knows what he's getting into, and and Kansas State clearly has been impressive. But you know, in a one-game knockout, we've that's why I claim it's easier to win the Powerball than it is to get a perfect bracket sheet because these teams are in all new territories, and when they're in new, you know, they're not home and they're not away, and with all the other things that are different for them, I think it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, you know, to predict. Although when Michigan State has struggled in the Big Ten tournament in years past, it has tended to play better than that in the NCAA tournament and vice versa. Well, they struggled in the Big Ten tournament, got plenty of rest, and look where they are now. Now, whether they have carryover against Kansas State, because I think Kansas State, well, after watching Marquette, I mean, I, and watching Kansas State, it, it appears to me Kansas State is going to be a much bigger challenge. Marquette had trouble getting the ball inside. They never looked like they were in whack, and they never looked to me, Bill, like they were playing with much confidence. Even when they got the lead back, I still thought Michigan State had a lot to do with that. Now, look, Michigan State made 10 more free throws in a nine-point game. So their free throw shooting, to me, was the big key. They made nine more. The game before, they missed seven straight, went 15 for 25. So all that stats said, What's going to happen now in New York for either team, Kansas State being the same way? Is Kansas State going to play the way it did against Duke and give up 52 points against a blue blood like that and bury them in the second half or not? Which I think is really the fun of the tournament every year. Tim Stout talking about Michigan State and the Sweet 16. Izzo and the crew at Madison Square Garden Thursday night, 6.30 p.m. is the tip on TBS. State a two-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Timmy? Appreciate the update, and we'll talk next week, and maybe it'll be about Izzo going back to the Final Four. All right, good, Bill. Good to talk to you. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout checking in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. All right, speaking of hoops, you can check in on your bracket, how you're doing in the $1,000 Bean Garter Bracket Challenge. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Also, info there at thehugeshow.net on our season Opening home and away giveaway. How would you like to win airfare for two from Grand Rapids to Tampa, hotel, and two tickets to watch the Tigers and the Rays in the 2023 season opener? I'll join you. You'll meet Matt Shepard from Valley Sports Detroit. Then you'll get two tickets to the home opener against the Red Sox in downtown Detroit, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. If you're 21 and up, Text the word TIGERS to 21000. That's T-I-G-E-R-S to 21000 by Friday at noon. And you'll be in the drawing. One entry per person, so you can share uh, the text chain with your family, friends, and coworkers. That's text the word TIGERS to 21000 by noon Friday. And we'll announce the winner during Friday's statewide broadcast here on the Michigan Sports Network. So text Tigers to 21,000. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule, simple and easy, search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And if you can't tune in on one of our 19 statewide radio stations and our affiliates, which are up at thehugeshow.net, on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, 
And you can listen live weekday afternoons at 3, or we provide the free online stream at The Huge Show. So if you run out of range or you're on vacation or out of town or state, search The Huge Show on the iHeart app and also our live stream via the Michigan Sports Network weekday afternoons at 3. That's at thehugeshow.net. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 Hoop to Win every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa, Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at roastumber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go 
still check in with Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News. He was in Columbus for the weekend, and what a Sunday it was for Tom Izzo at Michigan State basketball. And Izzo just solidifies the March mantra. I thought it was their best game of the season, reminiscent really of the Gonzaga game when you said this team might be better than what they are on paper, but Izzo does it again in the NCAA tournament. Back to the Sweet 16 against K-State on Thursday night where the Spartans now are a two-point favorite, opened up as a one-point dog. Uh, Your thoughts on this basketball team and what they did yesterday? Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of the classic Tom Izzo now, right? I mean, his whole, his entire focus is to have his team playing its best in March. And I it would be hard to argue that this team isn't playing its best now. Now I know you go back a week in the Big Ten tournament against Ohio State, and that was kind of a kind of a clunker. But when you look at this past weekend against Southern Cal, and then obviously yesterday against Marquette, the way these guards are playing—I mean, that's what you need to win in the tournament—is good guard play, and it's, they're playing as well as just about anybody at this point. But not just that—I mean, you're getting you were getting something from everybody. Obviously, Joey Hauser made the big shot late. The, the centers who've been really kind of taking a lot of grief, Mati Sissoko, even Carson Cooper yesterday, a lot of good minutes, solid minutes, 10 rebounds, a couple blocks for Mati. Even a guy like Malik Hall only scored four or five points, grabs a huge offensive rebound late in the game that might have really sealed the game. Um, they're, they're getting something from everybody. It's all kind of coming together at the right time. And, you know, just when fans were getting frustrated after a couple of years of – no, no, no! First, first weekend wins or getting out of the first weekend. Now here they are again, and I, with the way this tournament's going, I, I'm not sure they might not be favored too often. They are right now, but man, I tell you what, I wouldn't put it past them getting to Houston. Who knows? It's it's starting to feel like one of those runs for Tommy, though. Well, the bracket's set up that way, and you know we say it every year. And Matt Charbonneau from the Detroit News follows Michigan State basketball, joining us on the Meyer guest line that. I was comfortable enough to put them in my Final Four. Superfly, my producer, picked them to win it. He was treated by mental professionals live on air during a borderline basketball exorcism uh, last Wednesday. But uh, it's where you fall and what happens around you. And you look at their path now, which more than likely will be K-State and Tennessee. And Tennessee, physical and tough, uh, they have injury issues. K-State, though, their guard play, and you mentioned how well the Michigan State guards uh, played. Akins and Walker are going to need to show up big time. And Joey Hauser, the chance of Joey, he said afterwards that he was emotional when he went back uh, to the bench. And here's a guy that had been through so much uh, on and off the court and is so emotional at the end and the way he's pumping his fist to the crowd. And Kurt Gibson uh, hanging out right there uh, with Barry Sanders watching the game in Columbus. It, it was one of the better Sundays. And nothing against national championships or Final Fours, but that was one of the better Sundays for an Izzo team in his history at MSU. Yeah, you're right. It shows what a dope I am. I saw uh, Gibson sitting next to Mark D'Antonio, and I stopped and talked to him for a second. And somebody asked me, hey, was Barry Sanders there? I didn't even notice the... The, the living legend sitting right behind wow. there. So I'm not even paying. I know it was a major fail on my Man, uh, Barry was right there because his son, a lot of people don't realize, Barry's son is on the bench on Michigan State's basketball team. Yeah, so think of the walk-ons that come in in a, in a blowout game. You got Barry, you got Barry's son, Nick. You got Steve Smith's son, Davis, and, and of course, Stephen Izzo. 
So that's uh, you know they go they go for the star appeal when they get up big in the game. But 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 I think you're right. It, it did have that kind of feel and. You know, we're talking about the bracket, and it's so much about matchups in this tournament. And now they're matching up against teams that don't have a decided advantage. You lose Purdue. Now you know if they were to get to that point, you're not facing a big like Zach Eady. You look at Kansas State. You look at potentially Tennessee. These are matchups that aren't going to overwhelm Michigan State. Now, you still got to play well, but there's not going to be something that those teams do that Michigan State doesn't have an answer for. And that is so important in these and how that bracket falls. Um, it's it's clear the matchups have been good for them to this point. They look good going ahead. Um, so that's why I think there's a lot of optimism on what might happen over the next and uh, maybe even a couple weeks here. And you give Izzo and his staff and the team time to prepare for Noel, uh, the guard who I think he's the best player so far in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the K-State guard, and they're well coached. And, and then, like I said, Rick Barnes in Tennessee probably will get by Florida Atlantic, they'll be there, and then Izzo could be playing on a Saturday for the right to go to Houston, and regardless, getting to the Sweet 16 for a team that was unranked. And I go back to my all-access show inside the film room at the Breslin with Izzo, second week of October 2022, and he said, yeah, we're you know nationally not getting love, but there's something I really like about this team, and I hope I can put it together by the time we get to March. And here we are. Yep, yep. And he is—he really has contended that same thing all year. Now, look, they, they've certainly had their ups and downs and moments where it wasn't coming together, but he never really backed off of that. That he still felt this team had something in them that was going to be able to lead to some sort of March run. And, and he was saying it right up to last week. So, I, you know, obviously he sees a little more than we do, but I just, you saw flashes of it clearly all season, whether it was early when they beat Kentucky or, you know, some of the games they won late. It, it, this team has something in them if they could get past some of those inconsistencies and they seem to be doing it right now. And the other thing is they're defending again, like they were for the bulk of the season. I mean, defense travels, as they say, and, it's kind of remarkable when you get stops, how much better things go. And, and, and we've seen that defense the last couple of games. So I think he saw all those things. You know, again, like he said, it's a matter of putting it all together. Uh, but this is one of those times so far it looks like they are at the right time. Marquette coming in was 15-1. and 15-1. and one. And maybe yeah. you start the having to play uh, into Sunday in a championship game and how much basketball your team had played uh, in the last couple of weeks, and you know, state gets bounced early, and they have the fresh legs, and it looked like it uh, both against USC and against uh, Marquette. And I thought the foul trouble uh, for Marquette starters, Igadaro, especially early, I think that was a big key in helping Michigan State uh, get that lead and, and in the end win it. Right, and you know, put Kolick, their point guard, the, the Big East player of the year, he got he got two fouls really quick and never. He never really seemed to get in much of a rhythm for them either. Um, gave a lot of credit to the Michigan State defense afterward, too. So I think you're right. Those things, you know, you know, Marquette had that little run at the end of the first half when when A.J. was on the bench with two fouls. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I just don't think they ever let Marquette get comfortable. They had a couple little runs, but overall it seemed to Michigan State always had an answer. And, and again, it's that defense. If it's, if it's playing like that and making things difficult, you mentioned – uh, Noel with Kansas State, it's, I mean, that guy can make him from everywhere. So you could still play good defense and he still beats you, but 
you got to at least feel good about your chances that they're going to make it tough for him. Man, speaking of tough, Walker hit a couple of tough shots. Sissoko with two pivotal blocks yeah. late in that game. And A.J., when he's running the point, uh, he is really spot on. And that goes to Izzo and coaching and what he said earlier in the season when he talked to A.J. that we need you to give up the ball first, then get it back. Or take it to the hole, and he's really kind of told AJ stop shooting the outside jumper, almost right. Yeah, yeah, and and know when it's it's all about knowing when to shoot it and what is a good shot, and that is right. taking AJ some time to figure out what exactly that is. And you know what, he's still going to have a couple here and there, but overall, the way he's kind of taken over. There was a moment early yesterday where Izzo was upset at Jay Nakins for something, a defensive goof up or whatever, and was really laying into him. And AJ walked over and put his hands on Izzo's shoulders, and like got you know face to face and kind of told him, "I got this." Izzo just nodded his stop, nodded his head, and walked away. And I thought at that moment, this is when this is becoming AJ Hogarth's team, because you've seen that from point guards in the past, whether it be a Cassius Winston, guys like that. And it's that realization then that Izzo kind of knows, "All right, finally, I've got my point guard in control of this team." And that was a moment where you really started to see it happen. And AJ is, it's taken some time to get here. And it's been frustrating for Tom at times. But I think that was a moment you really saw it start to change. And, and, and it's right, you know, as far as AJ goes, this is going to be as far as Michigan State goes. So he is obviously a massive key to this whole thing. Yeah, and so you get him another key as they move forward with K-State on Thursday. That game will be at 6.30 at Madison Square Garden. I think they're going to need more offense out of Malik Hall. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's – I'll say this. He's looked a lot better the last two games physically than he had, you know, certainly against Ohio State the week before. So he's defending better. He's getting in the, in the traffic and rebounding. But you're right. I think they need him to score more. He had some good looks yesterday. A lot of guys did um, that didn't go in. But, but he, he doesn't look tentative or hesitant. And I think that's all good. So you got to just think maybe the shots are going to start falling for him and you add that other piece. Same with Joey. He didn't really get a lot of shots, and Marquette did a good job of kind of taking him out of that. But, you know, if those guys if, – if Joey's getting, uh, you know, 12, 13, 14 shots a game and you're getting a little more from Malik, then I, see, I think you see that offense ramp up even more. So that, if you're looking for something more that Michigan State could give you, I think Malik is absolutely a guy that could, you know – kind of put it together and, and, and give a little more offensively here coming up this week. Matt Sharbino from the Detroit News follows Michigan State basketball, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Before I let you go, uh, your early vibe, thoughts on that matchup Thursday night with K-State in the Sweet 16? I mean, it's going to be a lot of what we've seen, right? Guard, good on good, man. Guards against guards. These, these teams both got really darn good backcourts and they're both playing pretty well. Um, to me, it's going to be, you know, who, like I just said, who's going to make life tougher for the other team? Because they're both going to defend you really hard, too. So it might be a lot of what we saw against Marquette. Maybe not pretty, but guys just kind of going at it. And the way Michigan State's playing, when you've got a guy like Tyson Walker, I mean, I know, I, again, I know Noel is that guy for Kansas State, but Tyson Walker late in games, I mean, he just relishes these moments where it's like, give me the ball, I'm going to go get the bucket. I mean, even Joey Hauser in the last timeout said, we got to give it to Tyson, and you know he just kind of he takes it on and makes some of those shots. So I, I really like the way the, the confidence they're playing with. But this is it's going to be another knockdown dragout, and, and whatever backcourt's better is probably going to be the difference. So 
I don't know if they win, but I certainly give Michigan State as good a chance as anybody to win the next two games and end up at Houston. And as I said before, it's starting to have that kind of feel. So we'll see. You never know, but I, you got to give them a good shot at least. Matt Charbonneau, appreciate the time. Detroit News, Matt Charbonneau on Twitter. Follow Michigan State in the NCAA tournament. Safe travels to New York City for Thursday night's matchup with Kansas State. Thanks, Huge. Anytime. All right, Matt Charbonneau checking in on the Meyer guest side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics and gear up for the Spartans in the Sweet 16. Quality license official, Team Gear, a huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the Team Gear department at your local Meyer. Big. Bad. Huge.